Hello and welcome to Walker Bait, a Walking Dead podcast. This is Jada. And I'm Megan. And welcome back to a new episode. And don't forget that we are the Walking Dead. Oh no. So. It's it's getting close to the end, and I'm not ready. Oh, I, I, I literally like I saw uh, the clip of for like next week in the it's where Carol they're in the woods and it's dark and Carol is standing there and Daryl walks walks in front of her like he's being led somewhere by the whispers Wait, and like the look they give each other. Have I not seen this clip? <laughs> I don't, but it just had me all kinds of fucked up yesterday. Like, I literally, like, had, like, a ten-minute-long panic attack because I thought that Daryl was going to die. <laughs> and I'm, like, sitting here, I'm like, what would I do if, if they killed him off the show? Like, I would have to, like, call into work the next day because to to just be okay with life. Oh, my God. I'm literally, like, after month or after the episode and thing, I'm hoping just like live stream it again. But um, oh my god, I'm literally just gonna be like walking into college on Monday morning, going like guys. Like I literally have tears in my eyes right now thinking about it, and not okay. <laughs> Don't cry. <or laughs> yeah, I sent you the list anyway, didn't I? I know, I know, but still, like, uh, just. Mm. Uh. The watching the spoilers came out today at four o'clock my time, and like I was standing at work and I did get to like go on my phone till about seven, and I saw there was like half six or whatever it was, I was on my break and I like literally like ran out into the girl who was like standing in the shop and she she used to watch the show, and I was like the spoilers are out, oh my god, and she goes for what and I goes Walking Dead and she goes. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while. What's happening? I goes. Have you seen any clips of like people wearing masks? He goes. Funny enough, I was watching them this morning. I goes. Well, mm. well, sister, I got the tea. <laughs> so this episode, scars. What did you think about it? <sighs> <laughs> um, well, first of all, I just want to say Nigger Guerrero, or however you pronounce it, deserves a lot of attention and awards and everything after that. No uh, kidding. Um, the Walking Dead definitely deserves that Kids' Choice Award. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, definitely. If The Walking Dead doesn't want win the Kids Choice Award, I'm I'm right then. But yeah, how about you? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I just Oh those kids, man. I was like I obviously I had read the spoilers, but I was expecting something else and then that happened and I was like Holy shit! <laughs> oh yeah. my god. 
Um, so I just like went through the episode and like marked down like specific parts or like specific like sayings that I liked from the episode. Yeah. <clears throat> but the flashback in the beginning though, that was painful to watch. With pregnant Michonne finding Rick's gun. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, there was like, what flashback? And then I was like, oh no. Oh, that, that hurt a little bit. She it was the point, like, she's talking to Dara. She's like, he's like, oh, why are you out here? And he, she's all like, I can't sleep because this one's kicking them out. I was like, uh, I think you should be there with her. Uh, and then, like, I can, Dara and Michonne's relationship. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no. But like, he was always Rick's body, and then Rick's not there, and he's like, no, I'm going to step up with like a body for Michonne type of thing. I'm like, Daryl, honey, I love you. <laughs> Literally all we've seen now, like, a couple of my mutuals are all like, yeah, we're Daryl's. Stands now after this episode, <laughs> we all stand at Daryl. Well, what got me was when Daryl's like, I won't stop looking for him, not ever. And then Michonne asks him if he's okay being alone. I mean, we all know Daryl likes to be alone. But <laughs> when Michonne came back and she was like, she said that she wasn't okay being alone, I was like, Daryl, <laughs> go with her. He literally like walked away. Like, he was like, eh, whatever. He was like, I can't show emotion. See ya. I was like, uh. Typical man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, god. Um. Then we had Daryl, Lydia, Henry, and Connie show up to Alexandria. And when they open the gate, that's when it triggers the other flashback to her friend Jocelyn coming up. I didn't understand that. Like, it was so random. Like, oh, like she literally opens it with her old friend from wherever Michonne, I guess, where Michonne was from. So, Michonne, I don't know where she originally came from. Actually, I want to. Like, in the same time, oh, look, here's a random community, and it just turns out to be the same community that. Michonne was in, but obviously mm. all them evil wee shits of kids were going around killing everybody. Like, I just don't understand. It's been like 15 years, I guess, since she's seen this lady. Why would she immediately trust her? It's the pregnancy. It's fucking her up. Hmm. True. Oh, or Jay, like, what the hell? You're just making your mom at all dangerous. <laughs> oh, God. But I know, like, maybe too with the fact, I think it's because Rick being away and her seeing her old friend again, it's like, oh my God, look, it's like my past. Like, this is unreal type of thing. Right. I'm like, oh, so cute. I, I, She's being so cute, but at the same time, she's like, no. Nah. 
Oh, and then we have Henry and Lydia when Henry's getting his leg stitched up. <laughs> and she's like poking at his leg. Like, <laughs> I like it saying. <laughs> um, this episode was just like back and forth, back and forth the entire time. Yeah. Because then you have another flashback whenever her friend was like stumbling out of the like hospital house or whatever like bleeding trying to leave to go find her kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just it's it was a lot it was a lot that episode because like it was just like I don't know, it was like, it was a bit of everything in it. It was a bit of the depression, a bit of abuse, a bit of um, happiness. It was like all emotions put into one mm-hmm. thing. Like, the thing that got me to was, why the hell would you beat this out of a pregnant lady? Right. Like, I'm shocked. Well... We don't know what happened after that. Like whenever we saw, like we saw Michonne walking back into the gates of Alexandria, did she go into labour straight away, or what happened? Like that amount of physical abuse. How does one stand that? I know, and not lose a baby. <sighs> um. Then we have Michonne talking to Lydia thinking she's being like sly about this conversation that she's having with her. Yeah. It said like I wrote this was one of the quotes I wrote down. It says it might be easier if the only life I had to risk was my own. If I could just walk away and take all the risk with me. If that could make everyone safe. Now that wouldn't be such a hard decision. Like she's like saying, bitch, you need to leave. Get out of my kingdom, la. Get out. We don't want you here, la. Get away. <laughs> Get away with you. But then, like, I love Lydia. I'm starting to love Lydia. Like, at the start, I was like, get this bitch away from me. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, come to my house. <laughs> She's not nearly as annoying as Henry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Lydia's like normal. Henry's just like one of those, like, He's at that awkward stage of his life where he's all like, I love everybody. I'm a big boy now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, how cute was the Daryl and Judith scene? Uh... <laughs> like, full-on Uncle Daryl and little ass kicker. I was just being, I was just hoping so much for Daryl to be like, right, little or See you there, little ass kicker or something. Oh my god, yes. That didn't happen. Like, what the hell? Judith is smart. She is so smart. (sighs) And I don't understand, like, the whole thing with needing to protect her from the world. Because she was born in the new world. And this is all she knows. Yeah, she so obviously, 
the the kids that are born and don't know anything else, they're going to be more evolved to handle things. Yeah. You know? it's, yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, Judith with the sass asking Daryl, well, what would my dad do? And then Daryl didn't say anything. She's like, well, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop being cheeky. Get to the notice, dude. Go on. She's just, to me, like, at the moment, I'm like, dude, if you're getting a bit too big for your cowboy boots, honey, just calm down a second. Remember, you're only 11. But at the same time, like, yes, girl, it's a little bit <laughs> And then, okay, this part, I didn't notice it that when I watched the first the, the episode the first time, but the second time I watched it, whenever Daryl and Connie and the kids are leaving, um, you know, Judith is mad because she wants to go and help them. And Michonne, you know, is like, no, we can't help them. Um, but when they're leaving and Michonne's telling them goodbye, Aaron's walking with Daryl and talking to him. Saying, see, I told you, you'd, you'd see what it's like to be a dad. And uh, he's Aww. like, you got, you got to skip the, the diapers and, you know, the stuff like that. But, but see, I told you, you'd, you'd know what it's like. And I was, I'm like, oh. Uh. Dora's like pretty much like a dad to like, um, Lydia and Henry in a really weird way. Because Henry loves Lydia. <laughs> yeah. It's smoked up. But anyway. Uh, oh, but they oh, talking about Aaron. Like, go. Can I ship Aaron and Daryl together? Because I would be okay it's, with that. I was waiting for that. <laughs> but how cute would that be? Oh, they have they have all these little adopted kids. And that just makes Carlos a whole lot more matter. <laughs> oh, Anyways, proceed. Um, what do you call it? That like the, that scene with Gracie and like Aaron. Whenever he was like walking her, like the flashback, he was literally mm-hmm. just walking her across. I think I was looking really, really into it because like um that scene, or there's pictures taken but out by the Garcia twins' mum. Of um, them holding hands with like the twins who were playing Gracie, like young Gracie, mm-hmm. looking and looking and looking at Isaac. I recognize those twins from somewhere. Do you know, um, there these two like identical twin girls, they're um, they've got a vlog channel, my sister's addicted to them, they're called um, oh. Oh, what do you call them? Um. Anyway, but like I was looking at the, is that them? Because them kids act like their parents pretty much just sell them to act. <laughs> but, um, mm. I was like, it has to be. Is, is it? Is it? And like I tweeted the parents, and I was all like, or no, I don't tweet it, but like I, I put it up on Instagram. I was like, oh, your kids on this? But they didn't reply. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But anyway. That, that mm. was, yeah, that's just random. <laughs> Another thing that happens at this part, um, Michonne is telling Daryl that Judith's mad at mad at her because, you know, they won't go 
to the fair. Yeah. And um, and then they were talking about the flashback that was happening, you know, about the kids and stuff. And Daryl's like, you know, I think she needs to know why. And Michonne's like, well, she's a kid and I want her to stay a kid for as, as long as possible. So then Daryl turns to walk off and he was like, that's not just a kid you got there. Which makes, I mean, you know, whose kid is she? You know, she's Rick and Michonne's kid. So <laughs> it's not going to be a normal kid. No, it's definitely not. And she's got a bit of Lori in her too, obviously. And Lori wasn't a normal yeah. woman. <laughs> and, then, and then cue to the most RJ time we've had so far. When they're uh, eating, when they're eating dinner. I want more tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all the feelings. I was, you know, like Drew was like taking the whole half, and he was just like, "May I have more tomatoes, please?" I was like, "Yes, RJ, you get all your fruit and veg in you right now." <laughs> oh, I love that child too much. Okay, I love that child a lot. Oh, could I just, like, stun RJ for the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Also, um, t- talking about characters, Jerry wasn't in that episode at all, and it pissed me off too bad. Did you see the description I used for the last podcast? I laughed. <laughs> you were very stunned in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have to do this. Like, this is just mainly about Jerry. That's all. It's just Jerry. Saying, just Jerry. <laughs> oh, my God. My kid's not bitch. My dog is growling. I don't know why. I'll grow back. <laughs> Olivia. Come here. Olivia, that's cute. <laughs> in any way, Olivia as in Olivia from The Walking Dead. <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Wait, was there an Olivia in The Walking Dead? Yes. Yes, that was that one chick that slapped Negan. Right? I Olivia? Knew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was an Olivia. I was like, am I making yeah, this? Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah. Uh, that's I do cute. have a cat named Lucille, though. Oh, perfect. And she, she, only has, <laughs> she, she only has one eye, too. Oh, baby. That's cute. And she's the meanest one out of all the cats I, I, I have. Love. And I'm like, I'm like, this is what I get for naming her Lucille. <laughs> Calls the cat Megan. Destruction, destruction <laughs> everywhere. No kidding. Actually, she's mean to everybody except for me. So it's okay. Oh, Lucille likes you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so does that make me Megan? Wow. I mean, <laughs> no. Oh. Um. What else? Oh, Judith runs away. Then Michonne goes to Negan. That was a great scene. That was like he was pretty much just like, "Calm down, it's okay." Like he was being too soft, but then at the same time. He murdered Glenn, yep. <laughs> I know. But I do admire the fact that he 
says, you know, that he he tells her everything, you know, because he doesn't see her or treat her as a little kid like everybody else does. Yeah. Negan's, oh, flips up your arm. Negan, like, he, he just tells us straight up. He's like, yeah, I killed these ones. Are you proud of me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, another thing. This goes back to the Daryl and Judith talking. You know, they, where they're sitting, like, on the, like, little pier thing next to the water. Yeah. And they're both just, like, sitting the same way with, like, their knees up and their, like, arms on their knees. Like, both of them, they're sitting the exact same way, and I think it's so cute. But, like, I feel like Daryl has this, like, kid in him, like, because I think he had to, like, grow up really fast. I think we've talked about this before, but, you know, since his parents were shitty and would beat him up and stuff so I feel like he still has this like kid in him so that's what I was like uh, having him like sitting just like her you know on the water I was like this kind of is cute because it kind of shows that he still has that little kid in him (laughs) he still (laughs) he may uh, act all grizzly but he's secretly a little kid see and that's why I feel like the whole Carol and Daryl relationship is more she's more of a mother figure to him because he has this, like, childlike, you know, sense about him. Yeah. Because there's... Because... Yeah, I'm not gonna go there because we know. there's It's not romantic. It's very platonic love there they have. I've half slept in here. Who's... Carol. Carol Uh, and Daryl, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Carol's more of a mother to Daryl than them even possibly being in a romantic ship. Yeah. Oh, I really, really, really agree with that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh. Carl, too. Well, the thing is, um, <laughs> we'll see you on Sunday with the scenes. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Oh my god, I'm not ready. Oh my god. Oh my god. We have seen, we've seen that clip of them walking around in the circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have. They're, they're like walking around that circle thing and like the whole body to whispers are around it but then they get surrounded. Obviously in bed all like, I won't tell you twice or whatever. And Alpha's like, my name's Alpha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but I feel like we're going to have an awful lot of soft Carl and Daryl scenes on Sunday and it's just going to be so emotional and yeah, not to spoil anything, but Spoil it for me, you. but I'll cut it out. Okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> let's look at the spoiling the fan page up. Right, I'm going to send you a link to this because like, you, need, you need to join this. I keep meaning to send you the link, but I just keep forgetting. <laughs> but, um, let me get to my things. Get onto this one. And, right. Do you want to know everything that happens in episode 15 or just the soft bits? But there isn't that many of them. But. Mm. Just tell me everything. Okay. So, um, a shout out to Shiny for this. It's normally 
normally the other woman, but today it's shiny. But um, so it pretty much starts off with just when you thought it couldn't get any better or worse, we get a late week Q and A. So um, the first question was, what kind of activities are happening at the fair? Do they finally watch a movie? So basically, activities similar to what you'd find at a typical fair or carnival. So like, there's a donkey booth with Eugene being the donkey. <laughs> okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> Candy apples, barbecue, symphony of awesome. You and yes. <laughs> oh, Luke and Alden. Yeah. I'm so afraid now because you know the way that spoiler list I sent you and it said it was Aussie they're thinking now it could be Luke but it was hard to see because they both look so similar mm-hmm. but anyway and they watch a movie it's an animated one but it says here note to self make sure that the one piece of cinematic history available in the zombie apocalypse is not a Pixar movie <laughs> or under gentle or what is this? I gently places Star Wars and New Hope in time capsule. Whatever the hell that means. Anyway. So the second question is why does the group venture outside the walls during the fur? And what is their mission? So I'm guessing this is like the Michonne, Darl, Carl, um, and Yumiko. Isn't that the four of them? Or is there a fifth one? No, it's in four. But um so they go out as a kind of patrol type of thing to guard and protect the community from the whispers, obviously. Um, and then in the sneak peek we see several characters discover an overturned hilltop wagon and they split up. So what happens to the group? <coughs> Excuse me, I know you don't like the spoilers dog, but sh- <laughs> <laughs> what happens to the group that are tasked with going back to hilltops? Hey, you know the way that group wait what we we see them split up what happens to the group that are tasked with going back to hilltop that was ozzy and all them ones mm. it says we don't know we don't see that group again for the remainder of the episode but if ozzy's part of that group and he hasn't seen in the episode oh my god no oh shit it is look kill then because it says we don't see that group again for the remainder of the episode but Luke was in, or Ozzy was in that group, and we don't see him, but the spikes are at the end of the episode, that means Luke's dead. Yeah. Anyway. What happens... That dog is not happy. What happens to Carol, Daryl, Michonne, and Yumiko when they end up at the Whisperer camp? Get ready for this. Alpha shows up and mainly taunts them. She interacts with Daryl the most. She tells him that she's been inside their walls and it's a joke because communities uh, like that are a thing of the past, which pretty much means that she's already infiltrated the fair and killed all her victims type of thing. That's fucking scary. She then takes Darl and shows him their massive whisper herd and it's huge in capitals. <laughs> um... She tells them that if they cross over into Whisper territory one more time, she will take all of the communities with his herd. Or take out all the communities with this herd. And yes, Alpha delivers her iconic comic line about destroying everything you've built in this world. Cue Alpha voice. 
everything you built in this world is mine. <laughs> Your dog does not like me. Um, <laughs> so how does Alpha infiltrate in, infiltrate the fur? Is she alone and who does she attract uh, interact with? I cannot read. So she scalps the woman from the hilltop named Hilda. So you know the way that in the spoiler scene thing that we saw that the the wagon was like overturned like the people were going out in the wagon there was a blonde hair woman and the man and two behind them mm-hmm. the blonde hair woman's Hilda obviously hmm. so um she infiltrates she goes into the fur with Hilda's mask on pretty much or Hilda's hair on I'm guessing and she calls her she calls herself Deborah <laughs> from Alexandria so Alpha is now called Deborah Deborah from Alexandria <clears throat> her cover name but she is alone and the only person she interacts with is the king Ezekiel so she goes hi my name's Deborah from Alexandria and because obviously the communities have been along for so long apart from so long Ezekiel doesn't know who she is and gives her a tour of the fur Ezekiel you're sending everybody's death wish but there was a thing about Sadiq Sadiq was um supposedly meant to be a pike victim but Alpha changes her mind for some unknown reason. Supposedly um, Sadiq gets kidnapped but he pretty much just goes tells them the pile of stuff to get away and that's how they get to the hilltop I don't, or that's how they know where the kingdom is but they already know how, where the kingdom is because of that them two whispers at the end but anyway um, so this is the big part here these next few points are well, the next couple of points are going to be like, massive so make sure you're sitting down um so how are the pike victims revealed um alpha releases daryl carol michonne and yumiko and tells daryl they'll see a final warning on the back on the way the hilltop that marks the border along whisper territory that warning turns out to be the pikes he is similar to the comic reveal and the reanimated heads and all. <gasps> oh, oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh. Oh, oh. oh. oh shit, I'm sad now. Each reveal is accompanied by a flashback of other characters looking for that victim. Oh my god. What? Are we gonna see like Carl and whatever looking for Henry. Oh, oh. <laughs> the next point is how does Carl react to seeing Henry? Well, we don't know at first who is on the pike, Ezekiel. Oh, we don't know at first who is on the pike, Ezekiel or Henry. Daryl sees and runs back to Carl to try and stop her from seeing. He says, Hey, just look at me. Don't look at that. Look at me. Oh, and, she, <laughs> and she does. And we see that it's Henry. It's Sophia all over again. Oh my god. Uh, kill me now, okay. I'm dead. And this is the end of Waterbase. <laughs> um, <sighs> what happens with Lydia? She stares at the she stares at the kingdom. Alpha does find her and Lydia tells her off. <laughs> Mom, why'd you kill all those people for? And refuses to go back with her. Gee, one may wonder why she didn't just do this in the first place, but whatever. And 
Oh, there's an update. Uh, it ends, the episode ends with a kind of memorial service for the Pike victims and Sadiq gives a long inspirational speech oh, prompting unity among the communities. Oh my God, they're all like coming together because of Sadiq. Oh, I love him. <laughs> but this is, here's a bonus thing that's literally only added. So about Sadiq, Sadiq didn't betray them if we believe his story. He is captured by the Whispers and he's told to kill the others but supposedly he refuses. Oh, he is then knocked out but when he wakes up he's tied to a tree. So this is the story he tells to the ones who find him beaten and tied to a tree. We don't actually see him getting captured. And then someone but the dog in the bottom of it as like a wee picture thing so that was cute. So what the hell is gonna happen in the fucking finale? The finale? Yeah. It's basically I think the finale is well it ends up with the snow that Ed the kingdom has to move in with Hilltop because of the snow or something because of the storm. I think that's the way it's going. Do we think we're gonna have some like sort of surprise uh I honestly swear death. Death. I don't death. think it's gonna be a death. I honestly swear to fuck think Maggie comes back in the last episode. I do for some reason. <laughs> it's gonna have to be big to, you know, get the whole like pike thing over with in the next to the last, you know what I mean? I honestly do think I I tweeted this sir. I, I do think Maggie walks it, it ends off. In the last couple of minutes, of Maggie walking in through the gates of Hilltop, because that's where everybody will be. I'm guessing maybe Alexandria too. She stirs at Michonne, because obviously there's beef between them, but we don't know why there's beef. I'm so fucking confused. But maybe we find, maybe we find out why all the communities fell out in the finale. Oh, maybe. Okay, it's starting to make sense now. So anyway, she looks at Michonne and smiles, maybe to be like nice, and then she goes. Well, what happened? Or like, hey guys, what happened? And like, it just ends with everybody like crying. <laughs> um, I know Lauren Cohan did say that it, you know, that it wasn't the, you know, end for Maggie. Like, so who knows? I do feel like she comes back. I really do feel like she comes back. Like, it just, it just, I don't know. It ties in so well for some reason. I need more Negan. Like. That's there's that's no, what I need. There's no Negan in that episode, like in episode fifteen, and I feel like there's not going to be much of him in episode sixteen either. Mm-mm. Oh my god. Okay, so I may just keep all of that in, but just tag it like major spoilers. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, cool. As long as everybody likes listening to my weird accent. <laughs> yeah. Um. The towards the end, whenever Michonne finds Judith, and Judith, you know, tells her that she remembers all of the shit that went on with the kids. Her baby. Yeah. And then, so they're having this like um moment, and I wrote down like the, the entire thing that Judith said because that just like got me so in my feels, and that. This kid knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Um, 
She said, our friends need our help. It's that simple. You choose, you choose, or you chose to be my mom because you love me and I love you. I'm like, oh, so cute. And then it says, loving someone means doing whatever it takes to keep them safe, right? But when did we stop loving Daryl and Maggie, Carol and the King? And then Michonne's like, we didn't. And then she's like, well, why does it feel that way? Like, cue, cue the tears. Just, we all want to know why it feels that way. We just want to know what happened. So, like, I think the winner of the episode of who served up the most tea would probably have to go to Judith. <laughs> <laughs> Negan was a close second, though, because of him telling Michonne, like, you know, that's your daughter, you know, think about think about what you're saying like what what would you do because that's what she's gonna do and she doesn't take shit lying down so I feel like Michelle would appreciate that in some way she's like yes yeah like why else would she have even went to Negan if she didn't somewhat deep down believe that he knew what he was talking about when it comes to when it comes to Judah yeah I just missed it. But, um, oh. Just, you're just, 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 pull all of her heartstrings. That episode, like, she's just like, yeah. I'm going to be like, I really, really like, I don't know. When they went to visit Carl's grave. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, so, oh my god. Like, the tears. I love the way it's like a massive sea. But, like, yes. beside that grave, there was like a grave with like a cowboy boots, and like, whose grave's that? I know. Because remember, I told you about those. I saw those when I did my the studio tour. Yeah. And we thought it was going to be Carl's grave, but. I don't know. Carl's is not going to see. You just got a sea. A sea. Who's the cowboy boots? Who the hell? Who was? Maybe I mean, randomers. Maybe or they're. I, I still like the the thought that they could be Ricks because surely he would have more than <coughs> one pair of boots. Oh. But then again, they really haven't accepted that he's dead, so I don't feel like that they would technically bury him. I love the way they all still have hope for him. <sighs> They're all so cute. I don't know who misses Rick more, Daryl or Michonne. Clearly it's Dara. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Michonne's like really, really upset about it, but Dara's like that wee bit more like, <laughs> I miss my daddy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, I. You know what I I was I was looking at the other day. Do you know how many pictures and gifts on the internet there are of Norman and Jeffrey kissing, yep. each other? Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, and I'm pretty sure I saved ninety nine percent of them on my phone. <laughs> oh. 
The amateur are just I wonder. Evil. I wonder what their wives, their women, think about the two of them. They're probably like, "Please take him away. Good, go." They're they text each other saying, "Who's babysitting who this weekend?" <laughs> yeah, go do your boy things somewhere else. They're, they're literally organizing like little play dates for them. Yeah. <laughs> What's so funny is on the. Did you watch the episode of Ride with um, Norman and Jeffrey when they were in England with Andy? In, well, no, it was the first time uh, Jeffrey was on there. No. <laughs> because they were in Barcelona, I think. But Norman and Jeff went to get fireworks. Oh. And so um, they went out to the beach to shoot them. And Hillary and Gus, they, they were there too. And, like, Gus was so cute. Like, he was like... um. He had the, the like, firework over his shoulder because it was like this big rocket thing. And he was like, look, Dad, it's like Lucille. And uh, <laughs> like my heart, it was so cute. But then you have Hillary in the background, you know, just following after them. <laughs> like, you could tell like she was just like so done. Like, why with, am I here for? With, their, with the boy behavior. <laughs> She's like, fuck, they're meant to dick and they're 50. Why? <laughs> yeah. I noticed, I was watching Grey's Anatomy, and I was looking and looking, and I go, I goes, I recognize that, but it's Hillary Burke. I was yep. sure. Oh, yeah, because she, her in Arizona, right? I was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. Oh, um... I was gonna say something, I can't even remember. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm currently, like, for my fanfiction, I write. I'm currently on a Rishon bursting. And it's messing with my head so much. Like, I have literally deleted it and rewritten it so many times over the past week. I'm not even near enough done, and I'm gonna release it straight after the episode comes out. I'm like, I'm going to fuck people up. <laughs> oh, I'm literally like, I'm literally like adding everybody in. I'm like, Darl is so worried about, or no, there's a, wait till I get it here. Um, I was writing about like, Rick went to ask Darl to take over his, um, yeah, Rick went over to ask Darl to take over his shift. Uh-huh. Um, at the guard tower, and that Darl's <laughs> already there. And Darl goes, Grime, get home to your wife and stop being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Rick laughed and jogged swiftly back to his house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Literally, I'm just like, Darl was there at the birth. Darl caught RJ. No, Carol <laughs> 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 is that. Carol is Joe. <laughs> Do we have anything else for this episode? Um, well, since there's no Jerry, no. <laughs> no. How there dare no, you? There was no Carol. Was there any Carol? No, there was no Carol. Come on, Angela. What are you doing? Just fuck, leave Angela alone. Strap it. <laughs> I like Angela. I like Angela, okay. 
We only spawn on this much with like Gimple. I mean, it's pretty badass with a woman running the show. Like, go ahead. You believe God is a woman. <laughs> and she comes in the form of Angela Kang. <laughs> oh, did I tell you I got my whisper out outfit sorted ish for no. um, Dublin Comic Con. Right, I'm going with a whisper. That's cool. For, for Dublin Comic Con. But um my friend does like prosthetic makeups and stuff. Like she can do she's made ball caps before. I laugh because I call her I called I called it her alpha ball cap. But, um, <laughs> it literally looks like alpha. But um I was like, oh can you make me like a full face mask one? And she goes to me, she's like, why the hell am I making you a full face mask one? I goes, going with a whisper. <laughs> You're such a nerd. I haven't, I didn't expect this to come from you. <laughs> Literally, I tell all my friends, I like talk so much about the walk day and my friends are all like, we didn't expect this out of you. Why are you such a nerd for? I'm like, <laughs> let me back. It's so funny that like, like at work and stuff, like I'm terrible at small talk with people. Like, I rather would just not talk. I'd rather do my job and not carry on a conversation with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but this lady, like, on my badge thing, it's a little Walking Dead thing. And she's like, um, she asked me, she was like, so you really like The Walking Dead? And so we had this big, long conversation about The Walking Dead and Daryl and everything that's going on in the comics and stuff. Like, I'm like, it's so funny that, you know, I don't know you, but if you can... You know what I'm talking about when I talk about The Walking Dead, and you can give it back. And it's like, can I, I was like, I'm gonna have to hurry up because I can't just keep talking to you about this because I could talk about it all day. I think it's like a whole what you call it. It's like we're all, like one big happy family, but like we're just like a, like, a, like a little like reunion type of thing. We all like see each other. Like I was talking to this funny enough. I was talking to this boy from Tinder, and like. Straight up, we're just talking. He goes, "Oh, what's your favorite TV show?" And I was like, "This is my chance. This can either go good or bad. This could go good or bad." So I goes, "Oh, The Walking Dead." And he goes, "Shut the fuck up." I goes, "Why?" He goes, "I love that show." I was like, "Ah, yes." <laughs> Turns out he's gay. He was in the wrong up. He was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was like. Yeah, by the way, I'm only interested in boys, but I just want to make friends with people. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but anyway, we're now best friends. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Walker Bait. We are so excited for the episodes to come. I know the season's like winding down, but um, we're still gonna keep giving you more episodes. Um, Make sure to give us a follow. I am Jada. You can follow me at WalkerBaitXTWD. And you can follow Megan at WalkingWithMegs with a Z. Um, If you ever have any questions for us or if you ever would wanna record an episode with us, send either one of us a dm we'll get that going um and thanks again hope you enjoyed the show and tune in next time um 
we're going to save the last episode. We're going to cover the last... The last episode. And then the finale. All together. So we can talk about the last two. Um, also, a little shout out this week to Norman Reedus for liking my tweet on Twitter. I know it's so ridiculous, but I was super excited for that to happen. Also, this past Sunday, I tweeted out a little video of Ross Marquand. Shout out to Ross Marquand. We love you, Ross. Um, it was saying something that I was like, when you remember it's um, TWD Sunday, and the Walking Dead account from Skybound retweeted me and also the Walking Dead AMC account retweeted me so that was awesome um and then of course shout out to Cooper Andrews for Jerry because we love Jerry we stand Jerry but yeah tune in in about a week or so for the next episode and have a good week Bye.